It's time to create. No, so so let everybody hear your sensual, <laughs> your sensual new pipes. Hey, how's it going? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the experience we can deliver. I sound ridiculous. You sound sensual. I don't. I don't think so. Wow. Listen, you, there's going to be some males after this one. Is what I'm talking about. I got uh, I got a really bad cough yesterday, and I I don't feel sick at all. Like I'm not, I don't have I don't have congestion or anything. I just all of a sudden like got this really bad cough. I fucking coughed all day, and so now my voice is just fucked. This is raspy. Yeah, it's 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 delivered this sort of uh, honey smooth timber. Is that what it? It's delicious. Yeah. Strip. Well, keep your panties on. I'll I'll do my best. No guarantee. Um so we're still running Daughters of the Airwood, which it seems like people are really enjoying. Yeah. But we got to we got to get some strips in the bin for uh after while yeah. we're out of town. Right. So we should probably just jump in to that. And we had a bunch of we had a bunch of items in there already. Bunch of ideas written down, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so the strips the strip concepts that we had were um when Kiku and I were uh trying out attack wing, or not even we were trying it out, we were just we were just <laughs> punching the chits out of the box excitedly. That's right. This was a you thought that this was an opportunity to make us feel bad about being dorks. It's funny because even being a huge nerd, like I, especially about like Star Wars, I still feel like I can make fun of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek is still occupies like, a point in the hierarchy that is like is it, it, you know what it is? It's like GoBots. It is <laughs> right. It's like Star Trek is still GoBots, even though they got these cool new J.J. Abrams movies. Right. I was like, I I love science fiction. I love spaceships and shit. Well, I don't like Star Trek. <laughs> but it was also, but it was so much fun to see. I mean, and I like, I mean, I like Star Trek just fine. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, it's all right. But Kiko, Kiko fucking loses his shit for Star Trek. He loves Star Trek. He loves Star Trek way more than I think he likes anything. I think yeah. I think that Star Trek is actually his his jam. Yeah, for lack so. of a better term. Because yeah. when we were playing the Star Trek game, when we were moving them around, like, I mean, I think it's fair to say that he was tittering. No. Th- yeah. Was he smiling ever? Oh, yeah, the whole time. Because, because ultimately, we, we, it was like a three-way scrum. It was just a fucking brawl. Like, it wasn't a bloodbath because everybody took hits, but then they, their ships weren't destroyed. Yeah. So it was like we all sort of came together like in this three-way joust. And then we used the, you know, because it's, it's based on X-Wing. So it's all about hidden movement, like mo- maneuver dials. So, every, you know, people's maneuvers aren't really known to other players when they choose theirs. Yeah, I remember They have that. to kind of guess it, right? And so this is like that where he's able to get away in his Romulan ship right and he's so he does this he charts this crazy course that like pulls him like swings him all the way around this planet in the middle yeah and then comes out and just starts blasting away and then as he as he passes as he finishes his pass 
he fires like a single um a single plasma torpedo because uh, because it can fire them out of the front or the back like in either arc uh-huh and just obliterates my ship like everything comes up like it was it was it was cinematic for reals yeah and what's funny is that we were actually playing it wrong i had misinterpreted something in the in the manual and i i could have it's possible that i just misread it but i think it's a little bit ambiguous where in the cleanup phase at the end of the fourth there's basically four activity phases and you basically you re-enable any disabled shield and so the way we were playing it was that hey if you get shot you know your your shields are disabled by that but a, a, a shield that you lose to damage is actually removed not disabled so we were the way oh, we see. were playing it these ships were basically indestructible <laughs> and but honestly like for for star trek playing it wrong actually felt good because those ships just pound on each other yeah they do you know and they got crews full of you know really smart people who are figuring shit out and like figuring out how to get ring just a little bit more out of the ship like it's a slow fight yeah, and be- and because I had interpreted that specific rule wrong, we actually got a much more Star Trek experience out of it. Um, I would love to play it again, and I know that I know that Kiko is probably sensing that. Yeah, I mean, you I, have think to that he, I think that he can feel it on the back of his neck. You have to imagine that there's somebody down there figuring out to, how to repolarize the main deflector array. Oh yeah. Okay, wait a second. Are you this is you say, you're, you're fucking with me, aren't you? This is you fucking with me. <laughs> this is not you being cool. No, I'm just saying that they, they, there's somebody who's going to figure out how to reverse shunt power from the warp core. You're not wrong, but I still <laughs> resent you somehow. I mean, the main thing is that if they can just, if they shut down the hyperdrive for like a split second and then restart it, a lot of times that will give them the extra juice that they need. I don't know. <laughs> there's no, there was no stretch goal in the kickstarter where you know i kill you with the microphones on but i think it would be an interesting episode and i think it's something that we should explore let's think about it for the last episode of the season okay um so that we can make sure to get the backers what they crave my death uh well what they listen what they want is fascinating content okay they want the, <laughs> they want the real stuff yeah and i'm i'm in a position to give it to them so let's consider that but so the, but the idea like while while we were playing it like the idea of gabe sort of creeping up over the edge of the table that's how he plays it exactly like like that like he's playing star trek 2 but that's the game it's like when it's like when we used to play uh football on the dreamcast right for some reason your job was to wear the microphone and just be mean. Well, I'm very good at it. No, no, you were a professional. Like, you're literally a professional meanie. So yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's well within. Um, we also had, uh, uh, like, trying to pretend that you have read a Brandon Sanderson book <laughs> when you haven't. Yeah. So that, you will, so that you will be accepted into the ranks. Uh, there is also... Um, so those clothes came. Oh yeah, your trunk club trunk. Yes, and I, I did. I guess a what you would call a fashion show. Uh-huh. For, uh huh. For, Brenna and Ronya yesterday, 
and it was bizarre. It was even more bizarre than like the comic version that I had considered, which is, you know. So you put these clothes on. I put, all I did was change the textiles that I was, that I had draped over, you know, my amorphous torso. Your man flesh. Right. And I, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. She, she was like, she was like rubbing my chest. Like she was like like touching me in a way that was like affectionate. <laughs> like, I was like I was like, hey, you know, yeah, what's going on, Ray? What's going on with this maneuver? It, I mean, you live in you live in the same world that that I do. Like you see the same magazines. No, I don't. I I I, no, I never I mean, read like GQ. Or, I'm not saying you read them. I'm saying that you are aware that you see them on the newsstand. You've seen a man in a suit. You've seen a billboard with a person wearing a shirt. Like yeah. you've walked by a Banana Republic. Or I mean you you are aware that clothes are a thing. Yeah. So you have to I mean did you just assume that it was bullshit? Yeah, isn't that I assumed it was bullshit? It's that I decided that I either decided that I couldn't play the game or didn't want to. I think it's a combination of both. Well, exactly. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't think it's, a, it's you know, not alloyed. I think that it's both of those things. And But you can play the game. The game is super easy to play. Oh, my God. It's ridiculously easy to play. If you put on a different shirt and yeah. then, like, a woman starts touching you, that is, you wear that other shirt. Yeah. You don't just wear the black shirt. You looked nice, I bet. Apparently. Yeah. I, I, something, something was fucking happening in that room. Well, also, imagine from her point of view, you know, I mean, you guys have been married like 14 years, and you've never once taken the effort to try to make yourself appealing. Well, that's not true. At the very beginning, I wore mostly ironic shirts. Um, well, they weren't ironic when I bought them, but uh, you know, as a as a young person, I was a fairly staunch believer, um, in Christ. Yeah, and so I had a lot of shirts that communicated that belief, and <laughs> that you continued to wear. Well, yeah, that I continued to wear because they were the shirts that I owned. Yeah, and they tended to be parody versions of death metal shirts. But I'm saying I've seen what you wear to a wedding. Like I know, I know where you cap out. Well, you know where I cap out because it's this, I have nice shirt. You have nice shirt. And so I'm saying from her point of view, it, it must have been incredible. I mean, it must have been like a, a fucking man stepped out of the pages of GQ, like compared to what she was used to. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, definitely, it was definitely impressive. So I see that you're just wearing a black shirt today. Like. Well, yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, create a trend, you know, I, I guess I, I don't want to create a trend of, I was talking about of en- this, uh, of enthusiasm and desire. I was talking about this with Jeff and Katie the other day, because <laughs> I, I wore my, the, a shirt that I got from my trunk. Yeah, I saw that the other day. And I came in and Jeff goes, wow, that's a really nice shirt. And I said, oh yeah, I, I got it from my trunk. And we kind of laughed. And, uh, and 
he's like, is Jerry going to wear anything? And I said, I don't think so. Because, and we agreed, because you would find the compliments. Oh, I, I can't more, stand it. Yeah. I can't stand it. Unsettling than the indifference. Well, I, it actually, like, it legit makes me angry. Like, if you came in and is one of some of these clothes that you got, and Jamie was like, wow, Jerry, you look really nice today. I w- you would probably uh, uh, you go know what? into the bathroom like, and like, bash your head against the mirror. Like my face, like when you said that, I was, I, I was, my face went, Meh. yeah, like, <laughs> like I just don't, you know. But part of it, this, this is the other thing, is that part of it is sort of a, like a, there's a, a defense aspect. Oh of, sure. Of not attracting attention. Like I, I, my my thing is specifically geared not to attract attention. Yeah, and so like attracting attention, even for this other purpose, still seems antithetical, right? Oh yeah, it still seems like something I don't want to do. Like it still seems dangerous, <laughs> right? I see, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking mess! What a fucking mess! Yeah, I mean, you've got. You've got some baggage there. You've got more baggage than they let you on the airplane with free. Like you have you, to, sp- you got to pay. You got to spend the extra twenty bucks. <laughs> you got to pay sorry, twenty this, bucks for a lot of baggage. I'm man. sorry, this bag is overweight. Yeah, they're overweight, and there's too many, and they don't fit in the oversized or the overhead container. They just don't. Yeah, that's serious baggage. Yes, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. In fact, you may be right. Um, but in any case. Like there's definitely, I feel like that that moment of of just sort of confusion, and then like the recognition that it actually represents like another person's enthusiasm, <laughs> and like not really knowing even how to define it. I feel like there is something interesting. Well, there. I mean, when she like wears a pretty dress, don't you be like, "Wow, that's a she looks really nice in that dress." Like, oh yeah, yeah, but for, for me, it's a it's a gradient. Like you, you, you sort of know what, you sort of know like my thing. Yeah. Like it's cool to it's cool to have the dress, but for me, it's it's more to do with hair. Yeah, and specifically like what color it is. <laughs> so if there was if there was like red hair on a flounder, oh my god, I would go nuts on that fish. Yeah, I would take that fish to a nice restaurant. <laughs> Not a seafood restaurant, probably. <laughs> oh my god I made a bad decision on rest- what sp- speaking of restaurants we went out to dinner the other night mm-hmm. and it was six dollar steak Wednesday which seemed like an incredible value so you bought 40 no I just bought one but I'm here to tell you that there I think that they're able to sell a six dollar steak because it's not it's not the best meat like I don't think steaks should be gray it was so gross. I was like, $6, though. It's incredible value for my gray meat. It's like, I had never seen meat this color. It was so horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... That's not a... That's not, that's not an indicator of value. I think this thing was dead when they found it. <laughs> And they just sliced off a chunk. Well, they, they still they have it back there. Yeah. Right. And they're just like they're just like cutting pieces off of it. 
Oh, we're we're gonna God. run. We're gonna run this special until this slab is nothing but bones. Yeah. No, that doesn't sound like a. That doesn't sound like food. I guess. No, it was really bad. It's six dollars though. It was only six dollars for you know a, a five ounce steak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that. It's that value. Yeah. It's, Sort of like, you, you want to buy us even if you're not hungry. You can't pass up a deal like that. No. They're fucking giving these steaks and it away. Was, it happened to be Wednesday, and I was like, the stars align. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You looked up in the sky. Yeah. And the ancient symbol for beef. $6 steak Wednesday. Well, that's not... You learn your lesson. Yeah. So which, which of these... I feel like we can get a couple out of the Star Trek thing. I feel like trying to... Trying to be the person who has read the book, even though you haven't, and just speaking in like the most general terms possible. Well, especially about Brandon Sanderson, like, oh, the the magic system was just so magical, amazing. <laughs> like, I'd never really thought about magic like that. You know what I mean? It was a new way. And the world building, oh my gosh, that guy can build a world. Let me tell you. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I feel like there's a comic there, and then I, f- I but I feel like th- I feel like we could do this. This trunk club one pretty good, yeah, um, uh, and well, then I, I, mean, I mean obviously the the reality we gotta do them all. Michael is that yeah I mean eventually eventually they'll all get done. Wait, which one do we want to do now and then? I say we start with Star Trek or Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson. But you do no do the whole do the whole trailer in the same genericized way we've described in a world where. People mix shit in their stomach, and that makes magic come out. There's one man yeah, who yeah, yeah. mixes more shit in there than anybody else, and yeah. what comes out is more fucking shit. crazy. Brandon <laughs> Sanderson's. You won't believe the shit that gets mixed in this motherfucker's stomach. See, this is it. This is, this is why you have to... Listen, every time, the day before we're going to do a podcast, just... What if there was no color? And it, all the shit was in black and white. But there was like one guy who could make color. And that was how you did magic and stuff. This that would be I mean. fucking crazy, right? Yeah, what's in this book? Well, that's what I'm talking about in this book. Well, yeah. Let's, let's, let's jump on that thing. Let's leap. I feel bad because I think like Jamie thinks he's a god. Oh, And I like Jamie. She's really smart. And I don't know why... <laughs> Why she likes these books. She's, dude, listen. She's tough. Yeah. You, th- you think you're going you to get one over on Jamie? Wrong. But she loves this shit. Well, yeah. Lots and lots of people like different stuff. You just got to pull off the Band-Aid. Yeah. Well, which, which one do you want to do? Uh, we, we can kick this. Two. We can rock this Sanderson style. Okay. Is it, is it like a a helpful guide to talking with your friends like is this how to how to sound like you've read a brandon sanderson book or is it literally a conversation well it, it, functionally speaking it's either way i mean it, yeah. it, it works in both cases it's just a matter of you know who we, who we want as players and uh but the idea that the idea that it's a problem that a lot of people have i like that seems funny to me like this is something that a lot of people are dealing with right now brandon sanderson's big no doubt many of your friends have read his stupid books. <laughs> at some point... They are going to ask you if you have finally read... <laughs> I wonder if it should be... I wonder if it should be that Tycho that sits in his 
big backed chair. Yeah, it could be. Right? Yeah. Because last, last time he came out with that Dune stuff, right? Yeah. I wonder if it's about the chair. Shh. You don't, you don't have to explain. Yeah, and then in the second panel, we can show Gabe using the advice, like... You, using these techniques. Yeah. With my tips, even my illiterate friend Gabriel can sound like a hardcore Sanderson fanatic. Sandersonian. Fanderson. Like an, like an authentic... Fanderson? Yeah, that's what I said. I don't... I hope they don't actually use that. Even my illiterate friend here can sound like... Because my favorite part was, like, the magic system. I mean, I just never really, like, thought about magic like that, you know? Uh, Fanderson exists, but it's about something completely else. Oh, really? Yeah, who the fuck... Is the, official, is the official appreciation society for the works of Jerry Anderson? Who the hell is Jerry Anderson? He's an English television and film producer, director, writer, and occasional voice artist. Oh. I mean, his first production, Good obviously, was um, The Adventures of Twizzle, Supercar. Oh, obviously, yeah. Fireball XL5. Ah, Thunderbirds. Oh. There we go. Wow. He goes way back. Shit, yeah. All right, well, anyway, so that exists. Okay. But here, Sandersonian is fine. And if you're pushed, rely on Old Faithful. It's just such an amazing world builder. <laughs> like, the worlds he builds? I mean, wow. <laughs> Your friends all read Brandon Sanderson's books. Stupid books. But you read one or two pages and threw up. <laughs> threw up. But they keep asking. But they keep asking you. They keep telling you how good they are, and they want you to agree. <laughs> Never fear. <laughs> With my helpful tips. <laughs> Even my illiterate friend here. I was really impressed with the magic system. Like, I guess I never really thought about magic that way before. I never thought about I never thought about magic that way before. <laughs> no, in that specific way. Yeah. And if pushed, you can always rely on Old Faithful. You can always rely on this one. Oh my God, he's such an amazing world builder. If pushed, if pushed, you may be forced to go nuclear. <laughs> you mean the worlds he builds. Wow. <laughs> That's some worlds right there. <laughs> That's some worlds right there. And like and all the and all the worlds he builds. <laughs> I mean, that's some worlds right there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I think we need we need one we need one what? What motherfucker? What do we want? What do we need? <coughs> Uh, I, I want to have something a little bit extra in the second. I'm dead. You need to come back, come back, you know, come toward the sound of my voice, Mihael, so that we can complete our task. We've very nearly drawn the, the, the sword from the stone here. There's just a little extra tug. I passed beyond the veil. Oh, God, this shit. Listen, listen. 
I saw what lies on the other side. Yeah, what what'd you see? It looked a lot like this. <laughs> yeah, you know why? It's because you didn't actually pass beyond the veil. You saw the veil. It seemed heavy. You turned around, and now you're alive again. That's what happened. That was your I, mystic journey. I could have sworn there was a veil. No, no, no. That's not true. Just a curtain. Don't, don't veil shame. <laughs> Listen, you need to come back over to the side. So almost like, like in, the, in the frame two where he, it's almost like he just starts to say magic-y sounding words. What do we have in there right now? Right now it says, I was really impressed with the magic system, but I never thought about magic that specific way before. Or do you think that being generic like that is good? Oh yeah, that's exactly what he has to do. That way it works for any of his fucking books. Magic in that very specific way. Yeah. There we go. All right, here, so come and give it a read. I'll read it with my awesome voice. Here, now deliver a sensual experience that are going to get people going. Your friends all read Brandon Sanderson's stupid books, but you read one or two pages and then threw up. But, but they're telling you how good they are. No, how that? Oh, but they keep telling you how good they are, and they want you to agree. Never fear. With my helpful tips, even this illiterate beast man can appear as an authentic Sandersonian. I was really impressed with the magic system. I'd never thought about magic in that very specific way before. If pushed, you may be forced to go nuclear. And all the worlds he builds? I mean, wow. That's some worlds right there. <laughs> That's good. There you go. Keeping it hard like a motherfucker gas robot. I'm really cod. Today's fresh catch. I mean a podcast. Something about nets. Yes, it gets better when it's winter. I'm fettered by my fish gear. Catch and release. Get in that crease when my fish near. Talk about a plant best laid off that stray. And yes, I crave that tuna with his peck fins blade. But while I'm glistening from the whole sea, you better listen into DLC. I got that. I got that wild caught salmon. It's tender and it's moist. Downloadable content. A podcast of choice. <laughs>